morning. Welcome back to the podcast. We are working um, on the go today and processing on Lent. This is a step out of our sort of regular programming, if you will, and a step into something um, that's just sort of timely, I think, for the Christian calendar and what we are looking at and experiencing uh, in this season that starts today uh, because today is Ash Wednesday. And so today begins the approach to the cross. Today begins a 40-day journey toward the crucifixion and the resurrection, really toward Easter Sunday. Um, It's fitting that this season is 40 days and that we talk about it as a journey. And I think it's fitting because journeys in the scripture tend to be periods of 40. There's 40 years wandering in the wilderness. Jesus spends 40 days uh, out in the wilderness fasting um, in preparation for his ministry that is coming. Um, And this is a 40-day season where we who follow Jesus follow Jesus in uh, a life of remembering, follow Jesus in a life of sacrifice, follow Jesus in a life that says, I'm going to prioritize particular things because they matter and they matter more than other things. And so this is a good season for us. I think it's interesting though, I find a lot of my students uh, in Protestant backgrounds hear about Lent And their immediate assumption is, oh, that's a Catholic thing. And it just sort of gets dismissed. And I don't know that it's any fault of theirs, perhaps. Uh, I think this is something that our Protestant traditions haven't always had in view. Um, My church, um, and I love my church for, for a lot of the good things that we're doing and for who we are as a church and for our intentions as a church. But our church hasn't even really mentioned Ash Wednesday. We've talked about Easter, uh, but we've not talked about the season of Lent that we are stepping into. And I, I'd like to talk about it. I'd like to hear about it at church. I'd, I'd, I'd like it to be part of my spiritual sort of yearly rhythm. Um, and so let's talk about, let's talk about Lent. Uh, Lent's a 40-day journey, and it's, it's meant to be a reminder where we sit back and remember the cost of what it means for the God of the universe to become incarnate in Jesus Christ, to live a sinless, perfect life among us, to deal with broken and sinful humanity in close proximity repeatedly among his followers, to entrust broken humanity with building his church in his commission of the church to his disciples, to atone for the sin of the world in his crucifixion and death, and to provide new life in his resurrection. And oh man, that is a glorious day on Easter Sunday. But there is cause to reflect and be sober-minded, to be uh, not necessarily somber, um, but to approach Easter in a, a 
a sincerity, a severity, and an anticipation of joy that says, for this season, walking toward Easter, I'm going to take seriously what Good Friday and Easter cost our Lord. And, and that's really what Lent is about. Learning to take seriously and, and count the cost of carrying our cross. This is a season where we get intentional about doing what Jesus told us to, which is carry your cross and follow me. And so in this season of Lent, we follow Jesus to his crucifixion and resurrection. We follow Jesus by picking up a cross and carrying it. Often, um, the Lenten season is, is marked by fasting. Primarily from food, because that is the typical fast. We give up a meal, or we give up particular foods. We withhold certain things, and we replace those things with spiritual practices. Food is typical. It's not the only way that we can fast. I have a hard time fasting food. Uh, I've got some dietary restrictions that make fasting a bit challenging. I've got some health concerns and considerations that make fasting challenging. Trying to fast meals or long stretches of even a day tends to produce migraines for me. Fasting food right now is challenging because I take a medication daily and I need certain kinds and certain quantities of food in my system in order for that medication uh, to be processed well and to be of full advantage. And so food is a tricky fast for me. A lot of the hallmark things that I would fast as sort of substitutes to fasting a meal like junk, sweets, candies, and cookies, and whatever I can add to a fast, but those are already limited in my diet. And so the restrictions of my day in and day out sort of dietary routines and regimens makes fasting a bit more tricky because it's not as sacrificial as a fast really ought to be. So we've talked with my girls a little bit about fasting from TV. And so in the Lent season this year, we're going to fast as a family. And our bedtime regimen and routines of a sort of fun kids show before we go upstairs to clean up and go to bed, we're gonna fast from. And instead of that TV show as a family, we're gonna read stories out of the scripture. I think this season of Lent, I'm gonna sacrifice my sports on Saturday instead of watching my Premier League soccer games. I'm going to set that aside. Spend more time in devotion. Spend intentional time with my girls, perhaps even in devotion or in something else. We're going to give some things up as a family. There are a lot of things that we can fast. Uh, social media would be a great one, by the way. Time on our phones. There's, there's a lot that we can then go ahead and take a break from in a fast in the Lent season. So one of those ways that we 
carry across and we look forward to the crucifixion and the resurrection celebrations at Easter is to be mindful of the things that we can sacrifice and give up and in that way carry our own cross be present to the Lord in something that costs us and that we would honestly rather enjoy so this season of Lent my family's going to fast from some stuff like TV that'll be our big one There are also some things that we do during the Lent season that can help us walk toward our anticipation at Easter and walk toward that anticipation at Easter with uh, a sober mind and a joyful expectancy of the good things Christ brings us in the Easter season. One of them would be incorporating a a daily Lectio reading in the Gospels. This is a part of my daily rhythm this year. I'm really enjoying it thus far. It's been rich um, and a, 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 a good time for me to be really intentional about uh, being saturated in the Gospels in 2023. But maybe this 40-day season of Lent is a good day to pick up a daily reading in the Gospels and reading it in that Lectio style where it's a contemplative, slow, intentional, prayerful reading of the scripture. A reading where we put ourselves in the spaces of the narrative or the characters who are there and we press to hear what God says through the texts of scripture for our growth, maturity, development, discipleship, to hear from the texts and stories of the scripture things in our lives that need to go so that Christ can be made more uh, more, more full in our hearts and minds so that we can be transformed to look more like Jesus in our daily rhythms. And I think a gospel reading uh, is, is a good way to do that as we pay attention to the life of Jesus. It's just, it's a great natural fit in, in, my, in my understanding and imagination. Lent is a season that's a journey. And I've said that a few times, but I, I, I want to stop and reflect on this idea of Lent as a journey. It's a journey toward the cross. It's a journey toward things in us that need to die to make room for Christ to be more fully formed in us. So, whatever your approach to the the 40 days of Lent and this season that the church globally is stepping into and walking through, perhaps today, Ash Wednesday, is a good day to begin considering are there things in me that need to die that need to go in order that Christ might be formed more fully in me I think that's a valid question that we can ask ourselves really anytime but maybe as we walk toward Easter that's a really poignant one for us as we look toward the crucifixion of our Lord and his resurrection which gives us new life 
his crucifixion that atones for our sin, makes us right with God again, and his resurrection, which gives us life, a new and a fresh, an eternal life that doesn't corrupt or fade. What are the things in us that are corrupt, fading, that we need to let go of? What are the things in us that aren't full of that rich and vibrant life that Christ provides? And where is Christ full and rich and alive in us? And how do we continue to nurture that? This is what Lent, I think, is, is really poignantly about. How do we participate in the life that Christ calls us to? How do we engage with him in intentional spiritual practices, devotional moments, and have that effect, the, the real sort of practical elements of our daily rhythm? My wife and I were talking about this. You know, are we going to do this, you know, no bedtime routine TV show thing with our girls every day? Or are we just going to pick like a day each week? And there are a lot of things that make that complicated, like nights when I'm not home and she's got to put the girls to bed by herself, trying to corral them and read a story together is tricky, especially with our little one. It's, it's not always easy to do these things during Lent, but my, my comment to her was, I think we should do everything in our power to, to do this thing that we're intentionally being sacrificial about and want to sort of fast with, we should do everything in our power to do that daily in this season of Lent because Lent is not something that's supposed to be easy. It's supposed to be doable. It's not supposed to be impossible, but it's supposed to be challenging for us. It's supposed to press us. It's supposed to be transformative, which means it needs some challenge and difficulty. So I said, look, on nights when I'm gone or not here, where where it's tricky with the girls and it's complicated and then then maybe there's a substitute of, you know, Bible story time that isn't our normal TV shows, but may not press you into a space to have to be super coordinated with a book and a story, knowing where to go and getting the girls to sit down and be quiet and listen to you. And so maybe there's some things we can do that are Bible stories, and we have a solution for that. But the idea is cutting out the normal routine and replacing it. And it can be tricky or challenging. And that was the honest conversation that we had. I don't want to put a burden on my wife that's unnecessary. But I also want to challenge us as a family to try to press in to do a thing this Lent season where we're really considering, yes, this is a sacrifice, but this is a good thing for me to do to participate in life that Christ calls me to, to to follow in his footsteps of a sacrificial life. And so we're going to try it. But what about you? Will you join 
in some way, shape, form, or fashion? Is there a meal you could give up? Maybe you're already sort of doing some intermittent fasting. Well, then maybe adding more fasting isn't the right Lenten to move. Maybe your life needs a little less technology, TV, social media. Maybe. I don't know. Take some time today, Ash Wednesday, and let's evaluate. What are some of the things that we could give up in order to follow Christ more closely? In order to have Christ formed in us this Easter season? Thanks for joining us on the podcast today. I hope this is helpful Let's walk toward Christ this Lent.